Welcome to Chaotic Academia, a podcast with me, your favorite podcast host, your best friend, your worst enemy, your worst nightmare, the girl who annoys you incessantly. Um, okay, so here. Today is about books. Okay, so here's the thing. I love books. I love books. Um, I, wrote a po- I wrote a poetry book. Um, you know I like to read. I did my review of... Battle of Songbird and Snakes, which the movie is coming out. When the movie comes out, I'm obviously going to watch it, and maybe I'll come back and revisit, talk about the movie. I'd have to reread the book for that, though. Who knows? Um, but I want to talk about just, like, some of my favorite books that I've been reading and what I think of them and why I think you should read them. And this is just me. You know, if it's chaotic academia, it's chaotic literature as well, um, which I thought about doing a separate podcast, like, spinoff, like, chaotic literature. I have thought about that. I do... I have a separate, it's not branded the same, like a blog that I once started that I wrote a few reviews on where I would review books. Um, And I sort of branded it the same, but I didn't. I went by my pseudonym when I did it, even though I used chaotic academia and I really shouldn't. Mm, Whatever. I am all over the place. But I love books. And today I just kind of want to like, I'm going to go through the books that I've currently reading been reading um that I think you should read and kind of like my thoughts because I just like want to talk about books um so starters I am seven books behind my 2023 reading challenge um I wanted to read 52 books so a book a week and I am seven books behind and that's because this summer was hard it was hard on me for sure I was doing so good until the summer happened um and now I'm trying to catch up so I'm reading a cozy mystery right now I'm actually reading I love the secret book in scone society um, by Ellery Adams. I love that series. It's a cozy mystery um, about a bookshop owner and her best friends, and they like solve murder mysteries in their cute little small town in North Carolina. Great. Like, how could you not? It's perfect for the fall. I love that last. Oh, I love a good little cozy mystery. Um, and this one came out earlier this year, so I'm super pumped for it. Um, I am also reading a couple of other things. So I'm currently reading Disasterology, Dispatches from the Frontlines of the Climate Crisis by Dr. Samantha Montano, and it is so good. Um, So I originally heard her um, do an interview on the Ologies podcast for Disasterology because I am an Ologies podcast lover. I love that podcast. Um, I have learned so many wonderful things, and I have found so many great people I love from that like I just aspire to be so many of them um and this one is no no change so I'm about halfway through it I originally got it on through bookshop.org I got the ebook so that went to my must reads account but then my must reads just like ended closed up shop and so then it went to bookseo and bookseo never actually transferred my books like they told me like my must reads was like create your account with bookseo under the same email and your things will automatically get moved over mine did not so I emailed them and I was like hi and then they didn't give me the ebook they gave me the audiobook and I am not an audiobook girly so I kind of was putting it off but then I have been going on walks every day almost every day ah shit I gotta go on one today ah but I have been a walk girly um it keeps me sane if I don't go on a walk I'm gonna lose my fucking marbles (laughs) Um, (laughs) but (laughs) this one I've been reading my books and like I knew from like the podcast episode that I knew I just knew I would love it because it is I mean it's about 
what I think is so important is that we are currently living in the climate crisis. Like climate change isn't something that's this far off threat, but it's a thing that we're living in right now. And she talks about being someone who works in disaster management and um, her experience being a teenager and hearing about Katrina and then going down and doing a lot of volunteer work and rebuilding and then moving to New Orleans to do, to go to college and, and spending her college years doing that. And then she went into graduate school about these different towns like this place in Maine. And, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned from it and a lot of heart-wrenching stories. And I really appreciate her writing and I appreciate the fact that she is like, this is a systemic problem. And a lot of these areas that are most affected are marginalized communities and poor places where people of color live. And she is calling those things to attention and being like, yeah, and, and we've been failed by the government. So love to see it. I, I, I highly, if you are interested in climate change and how do we deal with, like if you like I just I highly recommend this book to literally everyone and if you can't get yourself to read the book um at least listen to her episode of ologies I I, I love it I think it's so good I'm also reading right now La La, the last quintista um by Donna Barbara Higuera Higuera um it is it is Hispanic Heritage Month and so I wanted to read a book written by um or inspired by you know I wanted I wanted to honor that in what I'm reading and, you know, there's there's so many great authors, Isabel um, Allende, and, and I, I'm a big fan of Borges' poetry, and um, I read, I mean, I read a lot of Latin American short stories and poetry, but this month is specifically about honoring the, how much Hispanic people have influenced our culture, and like, and so read, read some great, great books out there, but well, The Last Quintista is a sci-fi novel and I don't even know how I, I think I came to it from like a blind date with a book ages ago but I was like going through my books on my shelf and I saw this book and it has the most beautiful cover like genuinely one of the most beautiful book covers and I was like huh I need a new fiction book to read right now because I try to read one fiction book and then one um non-fiction book at the same time and I'm still not done with this one either and it's so good it's about a young girl who basically Earth is being destroyed by this comet. Earth has been destroyed by a comet, but her family has been selected, um, one of the few families selected to go um, on the spaceship to the new planet that they're all going to inhabit. That's going to take them hundreds of years to get there, so they need to like go into the stasis or this gel. It's like be, being cryogenically frozen. Um, but when she wakes up, she realizes that this collective or this... Um, <laughs> governance body or governing body um that hates diversity and forced everyone to be the same um is there and wiped everyone's memories and if they didn't wipe their memories they killed them and so she pretends to have her memory she pretends that her memory is lost but her memories aren't lost and she is she's always wanted to be a storyteller like her abuelita and so she carries on the stories and the lessons imparted to her by her parents and her abuelita um and she is trying to save the kids on the ship um, and get them safety and, like, fight this big collective. And I have no idea what's going to happen, and I'm so excited. Um, totally recommend it. Now, if we, if we look at what books have I read this year that I think are stellar books, 
tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. <sighs> Did heart wrenching. Wow, that is such a beautiful book about. Um, it's such a beautiful book about humanity and humanness, and and relationships and ambition and um let me cry thinking about it all over again i stayed up the night that i read it i stayed up until 9 a.m to finish it i pulled an all-nighter my dad i came downstairs at like 9 6 30 in the morning my dad was like what the fuck and i like i so after my job finished a month ago i came back home to like live at home while i'm like in between jobs and stuff and so he's probably like what is this girl doing like he's just is so but whatever it was I uh, did not give two shits about the video game part of it it's like these two characters they like grow up they become friends and they bond over video games and they grow up to make a video game and then they become really successful and then it's kind of like this and then it's about like relationships and fighting and disagreements and jealousy and um oh my god and, and tragedy and mourning and loss and and dealing with all these different issues going on um and it is stunning it is a stunning book and I know it's kind of old news because it was really popular a while ago and I kind of put it off because I read video games and I was like not for me but then I like it kept popping up in my recommended and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna do it and then I did it and I loved it and I am just like so I'm gonna th- I, it was so thought-provoking and made me feel so much and it has been ages I mean truly almost a year and for me that's ages since I stayed up all night to read a book like it it was I couldn't put it down I had to know what was going on and I was so invested into the characters and their relationships and that to me was so refreshing it was so nice to have my heart wrecked like that because that hasn't happened in a really long time and so that was really fun um it was really good um I just haven't I haven't also cried that hard over a book in so long so that felt that felt so great um it was was stunning other standing outstanding books that I read this year um the woman in the library great a deviation from my usual type of read but I really enjoyed it um you know like one of those like psycho thriller type deals and that was really interesting Um, the woman in the library surprised me it was surprised me um this kind of like murder mystery type deal I I was thoroughly surprised um and that that was good that is by Sulari Gentile um really good really really solid other books that I love so I read I read I've read 30 books so far it's crazy I'm so behind I'm so behind but it's okay it is a okay um other books oh I'm glad my mom died but my Jeanette McCurdy I read back in the winter like earlier in the year and that was a book that I also loved like I had a hard time putting it down I had to because I had to go to work but um I had to go to sleep because I had to go to work but I it's non-fiction books always take me a little bit longer to read because I'm not usually it's like when you read a fiction book and you're like I have to know what happens next like I'm so invested in the storyline I don't feel that way about nonfiction books I'm like interested in them and I enjoy them but I'm not like I can't put this down like I can put them down no I couldn't put this book down though like it was so um 
eye-opening to someone that we all grew up watching and then to read of the horrors that she has gone through I was like wow wow and and you feel bad like you feel bad because you as a consumer and a watcher in a way perpetuated some of that stuff um but also it's just more you feel so much sympathy for her and then awe it was just so it felt like a tell-all it was an expose it was um in an emotional essay piece it was one of the best I'm not a huge memoir person I'm not a biographer I'm not a, I'm not a memoir person I'm not I've read a handful of them I have um and this is the best memoir I've ever written and it's so good and so tragic and it sucks that tragedy has to sell like that is what makes it so alluring because you just want to know but like tragedy sells and it's devastating but it was it's, it's an excellent like I definitely read I'm glad my mom died um it also was something like so connecting to humanity and humanness I think it's a beautiful thing to kind of hear someone else's stories like that and in such a vulnerable way I think of like the intense vulnerability I had to take for her to deal with to, to, to put that out to the world and how difficult that could be yeah a, a fantastic other books I, I read the dance of thieves duology um or yeah um by mary e pearson so dance of thieves and then vow of thieves i was shocked that i enjoyed it as much as i did i i rated it um four stars um and so it's this this patriarch of this family dies and his son becomes a new leader and even nearby this is an outlaw family they're not they're not um well a recognized kingdom or government they've always governed by their own rules um this new queen at the time is like they have this they have like beef with this queen and whatever um and then this girl who is a legendary she's a former street thief um but she becomes a part of the queen's elite network of girls um like squadron and she is sent to um investigate the transgressions against these new settlements so basically this queen is trying to colonize this family's area of which they've governed for years and Kazi goes to investigate and then she learns more about jason she thought and then um at one point they um get they get um handcuffed or like chained to each other and they have to like travel like this and like they bond um and it's beautiful and the, the second one is also really lovely and follows follows along the stories i think they're both four stars um they're ya so they're fast reads and it was refreshing because usually when i read books like of kind of of that vibe um they're usually very they're magic filled and lots and this one doesn't really have there's no magic in it but it has the feel of fantasy without the magic and i thought that was refreshing and i also think that the plot was refreshing like there was elements to it that i'm like this is just different than what i know this is just different and a deviation from books of this genre and i i really enjoyed it um definitely a big fan 
books not to read Guild by Raven Kennedy. I'm sorry, and I'm not a Raven Kennedy fan. I read Guild, Glint, Gleam, Glow. I read all four because I'm invested in the characters now. I'll tell you what. Um, I hated the writing. I hated the writing. Oh, my God. I hated them. I I thought the plot could be good. Like, I was kind of, in, I was, like, interested. I was, like, this is different. Like, I, I appreciated the plot. I thought it was different than normal. And I still never, I never saw where the storyline was going. Granted, I'm really bad at that because I don't try. I like to be surprised. So I don't want to guess. Like, I think one of the reasons I like to read is because I'm not thinking about what comes next. And I'm just, like, absorbing and taking it as, as it comes in. And so it makes things really entertaining for me. I don't think. So I never knew where it was going. So I was, like, but there were so, it was some, there was a lot of adult topics in there and the writing, the writing I found so juvenile. And I was like, I can't handle juvenile writing and such adult topics. Like it felt wrong and sick. And I was like, you can't, it just felt so Wattpad era of me, but that's how I feel about some of the books of that. Well, but I think similarly about, okay. Another book series that's kind of on the same reign, um, court of Ravens ruins, which is the shadow shadow bound queen series is um by eliza rain i think is slightly better than glint or the the guild what was it the whatever that series is called the glintless guild by raven kennedy i think it's slightly better because the writing is slightly better but the plot is just a repeat of all the other like it's a just i was like this is a sarah j moss recreation and i love i love sarah j moss but you just can't do it better than her like i i'm a huge sarah j moss fan i haven't read crescent city yet guys i'm sorry i just haven't been able to have that i haven't had the capacity okay i know it's gonna i know that when i read that i'm gonna be unable to handle the rest i'm not gonna be able to handle shit and i need to handle shit right now so i am because when I read that, I know I'm going to be so absorbed into those two books that are currently out. And and same with The Fourth Wing. I haven't read that one yet either. Because also my my um, TBR list is too long. And I'm trying to get through some other books right now. And whatever. Okay. Other outstanding Other outstanding books. Okay. I read, I read um, Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, the duology by Lee Bardugo, and I loved it. I loved it because I liked the Grecian universe. Like, I liked, I loved Shadow and Bone, um, but this was so different from it, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that it was different. I was happy to get away from the Grecian universe for a second. Like, I mean, there was a Grecia part of the characters and stuff, but I, I, I appreciate the characters. I thought, um, I thought that Kaz's um relationship with the wraith was all really good like refreshing like I I love and I thought it was I thought it was refreshing I was refreshed then I read king of scars and at first I was like not happy about it so king of scars is the next series um it's a spinoff series by Lee Bardugo as well and it was it has a good choice goodreads choice award it was nominee for best young adult fantasy and science fiction and Lee Bardugo is an excellent writer. She is an excellent writer and she's so creative and unique and has like done so much, I think, for the genre in terms of publishing original content. <laughs> um, and so I loved that. I loved, I loved to see it. Um, I rated it and I reviewed it. And so, um, I, at first I was like, not another spinoff book. And then, especially cause when I realized like 
they're bringing characters from it's like a mix of characters from Shadow and Bone and um Crooked Kingdom Seas of Crows like it's like it combined those two and I was like meh you know I'm not excited about that however the ending really surprised me and I am curious to see what happens next it did move kind of slow and it was a longer read um and there's like these two there's two plots going on there's like the main plot and the subplot and I was like I do you had a hard time seeing the connection between the two they don't really come together in this book so I I will be reading the next book because I, I look forward to see them coming together and I I like these characters I do just like I hate a spinoff I fucking hate a spinoff and I think that's it I understand that she might have had this bigger arc all along which I respect but I don't know I and I like the main character it's about it's about Nikolai um I do like it but if we're talking about my books I liked from Lee Bardugo because I I do I like her what I loved was Ninth House oh my god Ninth House followed by then Hellbent the Alex Stern series oh one of my favorite books I've read in a long time or all year or I just it's it's a solid book it's right up my alley very dark academia vibes if that's your shit which clearly it's my shit um and like with all the ties to classic literature and Dante's Inferno and this like it's so good so Alex Stern is it's, she's a part of Yale's freshman class she was raised in Los Angeles um by this hippie mom but she out of school early got involved with some shady shit drug dealer done on jobs like there was a, she got into some nasty just some stuff age 20 she is the sole survivor of a horrific unsolved multiple homicide and um people think that she's thrown her life away um but then when she's at her hospital bed she's offered a second chance to attend fucking yale on a full ride and how because she is joined on the ninth house which is um this oversight body for Yale secret societies and these eight secret societies where the rich and powerful do some pretty occult things and also some just crazy things and they're very sinister and she has like tasked to oversee them and the reason she was selected by this is because um she essentially can see ghosts they call them by they call them grays or whatever but um she can see ghosts but her mentor goes like missing and he was like sucked into a portal and she's like has to find him back and this is huge it is like magic but not like my usual fave type magic or anyone with magical power it was it's like people who make magic and um so good um just um and like some kind of like some murder oh and these these murders are happening and she like solves she like works to she's like trying to solve these murders because she thinks they're connected to some of the occult stuff and the the sequel is so phenomenal like those two are just it's got so much um intrigue and murder mystery it's ninth house and hellbent i cannot just speak higher of this is one of my favorite reads this year um yeah truly great i'm gonna actually take a quick pause and then i'm gonna keep talking about more books um, and then what i will be looking forward to reading coming up soon 
Alrighty. Okay. So also I read The Bear and the Nightingale, the Winter Night Trilogy. The Winter Night Trilogy is by Catherine Arden and I loved it. I was so intrigued and so interested in it. Um, so, so good. So also a deviation. My godmother recommended it to me at one we were talking about books like last year and she was like you know if you like this genre you should check this out and I was like okay whatever you know and I put it I I kept in the back of my mind I looked it up when she told me and um and then I was like okay whatever it sounds interesting but I kind of put it off because it's about a child um and I'm Sometimes I just like, eh. but no, I was so interested. So it was actually nominated um, in 2017 for the Goodreads Choice Awards for Best Fantasy and Best Debut Goodreads Author. And so here's kind of the premise of it. So this is Russian wilderness, um, long time, kind of, you know, hundreds of years ago, Renaissance-ish, when Europe was going through the Renaissance, I would say this is about, but no, this is way older than that. This is more so um, probably around... 11 like 1100 or like one the year thousand like somewhere in there ish i'm only basing that off of polish history because i know a little bit about polish history from that time period not a ton but a little bit and i'm kind of basing it off of that um but i have no idea so at the end of the edge of the russian wilderness um the wind it's very wintry but this young girl she doesn't mind she loves she's an outdoors girl she is so outdoorsy um who loves these stories from her from her nursemaid um and basically she is this she honors the old folklore stories and believes in those the the and she's the only one who does everyone else has become very christianized it's it's really i don't know how to describe this very well because it's so fascinating it has a lot to do with like Russian folklore, which I love. I love like Eastern European folklore. And so fascinating to me. So, but this young girl, her mother dies and she's like faded. Her mother was this like magic. Her mother and her grandmother were these like be crazy, beautiful, well-known um, for being alluring and charming and fascinating women, powerful women kind of a thing. Um, her mother dies um when she when she gets born um and her father goes to moscow brings home a new wife because it's a time like you just need a wife and um she's very devout and city bred and they're in their country their country folk like they are out in the woods and they honor the wood spirits and they do all this stuff but who knew, who knew her stepmother forbids her family from honoring the household spirits um the family agrees but the girl Vasilisa is frightened and she senses that more hinges on upon the rituals than anyone knows so she continues to do that um and indeed like crops begin to fail evil creatures of the forest creep near like all this misfortune comes closer um this horrible priest comes in to town and Vasilisa um is her stepmother is even harsher and more critical and everyone hates her and you know, Vasilisa is like this rebellious girl and she runs in the woods. She does stuff that girls shouldn't do. And, you know, she's not becoming, she's not being womanly. Because this is the time, you know, like, you need to be womanly. Things. You need to become a wife and blah, blah, blah. And so she becomes really rebellious. 
and she has these gifts that no one else has. She she can communicate and see and talk with the household spirits and spirits of the forest. And she's show yeah, she's like gotta protect her family from a threat that seems to step from her nurse's most frightening tales. And it's she's like marked as a witch, and then there's this frost demon who like from birth kind of like marks her which sounds so twilighty <laughs> but it's not like that at all and it's it is quite good it's it's mythology and historical histor and it's it's fantasy historical fiction mythology and it's so it's so good and there's a whole trilogy and it gets so much more complex I mean so beautiful and her relationship with the frost demon is so fascinating and um yeah I totally recommend that whole trilogy the winter night trilogy with um it, it's crazy I I'm a big I'm a big big fan big fan so that is oh one of my favorite I think one of my favorite books from this year I but before I kind of wrap up um, of what I've read this past year I want to talk about um I want to talk about Babel I read Babel um and I uh, I loved it it was so good oh my god I was such a fan. It took me forever to read it. It is a longer read. I was very busy. Um, at first, I wasn't super into it. I was like, eh, you know. But then I ended up rating it five stars. I thought it was beautiful. And I, I, um, I normally I write like a little paragraph, but I, I didn't on this one. I don't think I could. My friend also loved it, but so what? And it's it's so it. This book is about racism and colonization and the loss of culture and how we can use language and, and translation and, and fighting the British empire and it's really, and, and it's so, it's so interesting. So it's 1828 and this young boy is orphaned by cholera. He lives in Canton and he's brought to London by this mysterious professor who trains him in all these languages in preparation for the day that he enrolls in Oxford universities, um, Royal Institute of Translation, also known as Babel. And what happens here is that actually translation can be magic. They use silver, silver working, and so they can manifest um, meaning lost in translation using these enchanted silver bars. So they take these, these silver bars and they can, when they translate one word from one language into another, nothing translates totally directly. Um, there's always something that's kind of lost there and they can use that as magic to, to do things. And, um, it's, it's really interesting. He finds himself caught in this like colonization. He finds himself caught in this rebellion and family history. And, um, he has these really interesting friendships along the way. Um, and he really has to grapple with the fact of like, he can sell out for survival and become one of the colonizers tools um, and, and be a part of the problem or he can be a part of the revolution and, and try to fix things. But how does he do that? He's a young kid with no real resources um, and the professor who, you know, takes him in um, obviously works at Oxford in the Institute of Translation. So like he's just kind of caught up in shit and it's a real... The, the description online says, like, he realizes serving Babel means betraying his motherland. And he finds himself caught between Babel and the shadowy, um, 
um, Hermes Society, which is this organization dedicated to stopping imperial expansion. And he has to kind of decide, what do I want to be a part of? And and it's also a question of violence and what role does violence play in these things? So that was beautiful, um, stunning, devastating, fascinating, um, really, really good, written by R.F. Quang, Quang, Quang. And she also wrote The Poppy Wars, which in Yellowface. And I really, I haven't read The Poppy Wars and I really, really want to. So that's on my list of things. I, I want to read The Poppy Wars. Um, and I'm going to talk, that's kind of like the books that I read over the past, since 2023 started. Or those are the books I think are notable to say something. I've I've read, there's a few books that I've read that I haven't talked about. Um, I'll let you, I'll tell, I'll eh, twist my arm, Alina, talking to myself. Um, I read more, um, another book from the, from Ellery Adams. I read Anna Huang's Oh, the Twisted series. Twisted love, twisted games, twisted hate, and twisted lies. Because um, I love a little smut. And I love them. My one friend said she hated them. <laughs> she couldn't get through them because she felt so awful. And I was like, mm, I love them. Um, I love them because I know that they're bad. But, um, yeah, they're just hot. I don't know what to tell you. Other, oh, let's talk about, let's talk about Jennifer L. R. Let's talk about Armentrout's um, freaking blood and ash. Um, of Blood and Ash. So I read the series. I'm like fully caught up on um, Blood and Ash. I've read all five books. And here's what I have to say about them. It is, again, very similar to... It's very... In some ways, I'm like, this is reminds me of Sarah J. Moss. Great. I read the first one. I thought the first one, I rated it four stars. It had great potential. Um you know, very fascinating. I loved the, the, it, I read the second one and I was like, okay, this is also pretty good. Like, I love to see this. Um, you know, the first two I rated four stars. I was entertained, you know, were there some cliches? Yeah, of course, but I was entertained and I love the world that she built. I thought the world that she has built is really fascinating. Um, the way magic works and, um, and then I read the third one. And I was like, this fucking sucks. I read it at three stars, though. I don't know why. Because um, I was so disappointed in it. And it got too smutty for me. There was too much sex in it. Too fucking much. And um, it just became such a huge detractor from the plot. And, like, okay, there's this one part where they, like, are in the middle of a battle. And the two. So the first book and the third book. what Totally so eventually um the main character falls in love with someone okay um and those two are in the middle of the battle of a battle and literally for their lives and like for their fucking kingdom and in the middle of the battle they like go into the carriage and they have this intense sex and i don't understand why because then all of their friends are literally out still fighting the battle for them like literally still out there fighting for their lives, fighting to save them and save the kingdom. And these two, the fucking monarchs, I don't know if they were the monarchs at the time, but they become the monarchs, are having sex in a carriage in the middle of a battle. Are you kidding me? I I read that and I was pissed. I was pissed. Aelin and Rowan would never. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
I don't even I don't even think Feyre and Rhysand would do that. Okay. Okay. And then I read the fourth book, and the fourth book was somewhat redeeming. The fourth book was so interesting. I, I enjoyed it. Um I I I was good. Um, however, I'm kind of sick of Poppy keeping keeps upgrading whatever level of deity that she is. She becomes she was like a deity and then a god and then a primal like she's kind of like i'm just tired of like surprise she's actually more powerful than you thought she was surprise she's actually this like surprise she just like keeps elevate they just like keep discovering that she's next thing next thing you're gonna find out she created the fucking universe like i'm so sick of it um but the war of the two queens was i thought was redeeming from the from the other one um there was a really big there was a really the end scene i think was really good like the plot where it was leading up to was really good um the end was pretty entertaining now i read number five and number five sucks dick i rated it two stars because it was a retelling of the first book but in castile's point of view and i don't like those i don't I, I straight up just don't because I think that they're a cash grab, annoying, a waste of time. Like, um, I, I didn't enjoy it because I thought that I'll read to you my exact review. I posted on, on Goodreads. Why do I keep reading this motherfucking series? The more I read, the less I enjoy yet. Can't stop. Maybe because I have to see the story through to the end. Cause I do. I'm also, I do. I just like have to see, I'm so I'm so many books in and I like the characters I'm invested in them and I want to know how the story ends like I'm interested in it and they're fast reads like I blow through these like I read through them so quickly that like they don't feel like a waste of time because I can finish them really fast um but anyway as I wrote next I said however I'm not a fan of retelling from the other person's point of view because those books always feel like a cash grab and lazy that's thing they feel fucking lazy I also think the writing style devolves the further into the series I get and I less and less enjoy the casual language. And I think that's fair, too. It becomes more casual, juvenile. Like, I don't think that she's trying as hard to write. Like, her writing style, I think, gets worse. The language is just different. And I feel like it's trying to be too it's trying too hard to be quirky and relatable. Um, that being said, I will always try to read the series. I'm going to see the series through because I like the characters. And I'm always wondering what will happen next because I am. I, I am wondering what's going to happen next. Because like I said before, I don't predict. Like, I don't try to guess. I like to... I like to be surprised. And then what I did think was the redeeming thing about this book is that it was laced with present day plot lines. So it wasn't all a retelling. The only reason it was worth finishing it was at the end where there's a development in the overall series plot. I do think it's really fucking frustrating though, that to continue on in the series, you have to read this. Like if you didn't have those little snippets, like every 50 or so pages of, like present day what's currently happening and at the end where there's a big scene and you kind of like get an update on what's going on um i wish there wasn't those in there if it was just a true retelling because then you don't have to read this <laughs> you can just say fuck it i'm not going to read this and then still be up to date on the whole series i think that that's fine um that book was rated a lot i don't know why 39 percent of people rated that five stars 39 percent of people are stupid <laughs> probably some of you are like yeah great um someone else wrote 
do we really need a story from the first book? Also, the thing was, it was a retelling of only the first book and not the rest of the series. And I was annoyed with that, too. Okay. Well, now, now let's talk about things that I'm going to be reading or things I want to read. Um, what's on the docket? Oh, one of the books I forgot to mention that I loved was Braiding Sweetgrass. Duh. Braiding Sweetgrass. I mean, to... I... Uh, it's so profound and so thought provoking and so interesting and such a huge, it's hugely important. And, um, Robin, um, the author, Tim Rimmer was, is, is phenomenal. And she also did a really good interview, um, about bryophytes for ologies. I love, I just love the author so much as a person. Um, this book was, talking about combining like indigenous knowledge and scientific and, and science and, and bringing those together through stories and and talking about taking care of the earth and, and stewardship of the earth and i think that that's again as an again um but as an environmentalist at heart and that's what i truly care about someone who wants to go to graduate school because i want to dedicate my life to protecting the environment um i think that that is so important and i think everyone should read it because we should be thinking of how we can take care of the environment the environment takes care of us and like thinking more communally i think about this a lot of community and how it's gone and i can go on a full rant about community another day but um she talks about communal living and i, I and i was like and just like when we step away from individualism how important how we kind of see things so much more clearly because we think of ourselves in context of things and she's an ecologist and i think of I, I think ecology is fascinating. At first I didn't like it. I was like, blue ecology. But now actually, like in high school, I was like, bleh, ecology. She's talking about like food chains and food webs and stuff. But it's so much deeper than that and so much more interesting than that. And I think society is in eco, like we are in ecosystems and we're part of ecosystems. And um, I think social systems are interesting. I think political systems are interesting. And just like that, I think ecosystems are interesting. And I think those things are all really tied together. And so her book is a great read if you are someone who thinks a about those things and, and things like those things so um yeah read read that um okay books that i really um want to read coming up obviously i want to read the poppy wars um i want to read the rest of rf kwang stuff because i think it was so good i want to read the fourth wing it's on my list i want to read the london sand society i want to read the secret history I can't believe I haven't read that yet because it's so up my alley. I also want to read If We Were Villains. Um, I just add so many. It's so funny. Like I read through and I'm like, I had so many things to my to my Goodreads. But I, I have, so right now my Goodreads says I've read 233 books and I want to read 218. But it's more like I want to read um, 537 <laughs> is really what it is. Um. Black Candle Woman also looks really good. I'm excited to read that. Um, Wayward looks really good. The yeah, Wayward looks fascinating to me. Um, seems totally up my alley. Where it's this undercover, like this woman flees London for a ramshackle Wayward cottage inherited from a great aunt she barely remembers, and there's it's really good. Um, that sounds really good. I want to read If We Were Villains. 
that one sounds so good um the witch of wild things remarkably remarkably bright creatures looks um so interesting so it's basically this this widow's unlikely connection with a giant pacific octopus she her husband dies and starts volunteering in an aquarium and she like befriends this octopus i'm so excited to read it um Clytemnestra. I'm so bad at my Greek stuff, but Clytemnestra also looks good. That's really interesting to me. Um, because I mean, it, and if you're a fan of Cersei, then as I said, you should read it. And I love Cersei, so I love Madeline Miller's work. Um, I think that Song of, I mean, she wrote a Song of Achilles, Cersei, those were great books. And so, um, I was recommending for that. And I was like, yeah, I'm on board. You already got me there. Um, I've been recommended. The algorithm has recommended me, not like the TikTok one, but like the other ones, Spellbreaker. And I started it and I kind of had a hard time getting into it, but I think I was just like moody. Um, The Witch's Heart I want to read. A lot of stuff about witches. A lot of like little witchy things. Um, it's just fall time. So I was like, if there's like a little YA witch book, I added it to my Goodreads because I was like, I want to read it. It's like, it's timely. Um fourth wing obviously i've heard such great things from it um stone blind i want to read classic it's just like you know um oh i want to finish good omens i started i got halfway through and then never finished it so i gotta do that same with emma i have a lot of um yeah just a lot of like the little fantasy stuff i'm really interested in um all those things there's so many of them the Night Circus I really want to read. If I'm looking at my my tags. Um, my want tags from Libby. The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. I want to read some Olivia. Or it's not Olivia. Olivia um, Blake. The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley looks good. Oh my god. Cassandra Clare. Who is finally writing something that is not within the mortal instruments realm. I stopped reading her stuff so long ago because I got so sick of it. Um, but she's doing Sword Catcher, which sounds different and new and exciting. I got to read some more classics. Um, some Notes for the Underground from um, Dostoevsky. want to read that. Um, Caraval, Kingdom of the Wicked, blah, blah, blah. Touch of Darkness. Um, you know, stuff like that. What else? These Violent Delights. Um, obviously, I have to read A House of Earth and Blood. Like, I obviously have to read Crescent City um, from Miss Sarah J. Moss herself. Um, but alas. <laughs> Cruel Prince by Holly Black. I really want to read. Realm Breaker by Victoria Aviard. I, I mean, I did like. I personally really liked The Red Queen because I liked how political it was and I like political books. So I think that's why it was so good for me and I enjoyed it so much. Um, And then my list of classics that I want to read is endless. I have been picking up all these books um, from like little libraries or randomly. Um, like just, just so many of them. I have this huge pile. I like wish I could show you. But I have this huge stack of books right now that are nonfiction books that I want to read and so many classics books. And, like, I'm just going to have to 
I'm gonna have to pull out because a lot of the books that I have on my shelf I never marked in Goodreads because if I look to my Goodreads or my Libby tags that means I know that I need to go borrow it from the library however if I have the if I own the book then I'm not gonna mark it because I'm not gonna go borrow it from the freaking library if I already own it right so um I'm just gonna read from my my piles so my my nonfiction books are Blue Mind by Wallace Nichols um I started it and then never finished it. I, I have a lot of books I started but never finished. And I don't do not finish them because I'm like, I'll finish them someday. <laughs> um, but that's definitely one of them. Um, Lab Girl as well. The Triumph of Rosemary by Rosemary Atkins. Um, she is, she graduated from the same college as me and was a judge. And she had this very interesting story. It, it's a local Michigan kind of a thing. Um, Bill Nye, everything um all at once which is some of these books are like i picked up i bought them like four years ago um and just never read the oh i want to read lucretius's uh the nature of things i i'm really excited for that one um yeah that he fascinates me um patriarchy blues reflections of manhood by frederick joseph um, joseph i'm really excited for as well as um, yeah, I think those are my nonfiction, but my fiction books that I want to read, Finishing Good Omens, um, Where the Crawdads Sing, <laughs> I never read that, Finishing Emma, um, The Bell Jar, Gotta Finish That, um, The Handmaid's Tale, um, Scarlet Letter, um, some of these books, like, I know what, ha I've, like, read excerpts of them, but I never sat down and read the full thing, like, I, and I, I'm like, ugh. I can't say I truly read them until I read them full thing, you know? Um, ooh, I'm also going to read Nathaniel Hawthorne's after I finish, of course, with um, his his famous, you know, he wrote The Scarlet Letter, but I'm also going to read um, The Marble Fawn. I'm really excited. I also picked up Elif Botman's The Idiot. I'm really excited. And Virginia Woolf's To the White House. Virginia Woolf, love her. So super pumped for that. Um, the Inheritance Games by jennifer lynn barnes i'm pretty pumped for her um it's kind of in the that YA fantasy is fantasy-ish realm like last year i read serpent and dove and that was really interesting that that was really entertaining for me so i'm excited for this one um the sympathizer by viet tong that's a very common asian name last name i don't know how to pronounce it because i've never met anyone with that last name in real life and i'm sorry but the sympathizer um is a pulitzer prize winner and my professor recommended to me two years ago when i graduated that i read the, the series and then i never did um but i went out and bought it right after graduation but then it sat on my my books to read and then just like sat on the books to read because then i it, it made it to its way it wasn't put up to the top okay i try to read things in order that i buy them and that is a mistake <laughs> um because I bought a bunch of books before I bought that book and I want to read those first. Also, Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Um, I started it. I'm like halfway through. So I was like halfway through and then I went home for Christmas and then I left it at my dad's house at Christmas and then I went back to the East Coast and I didn't bring it with me. And I was like, fuck. Um, so yeah, those are the books that I'm going to be reading or I want to read um, coming up soon. We'll see how long it takes me. I'm hoping to do a lot of reading um, amongst writing applying for grad school, trying to, you know, apply for a new job, um, and podcasting. So yeah, and cleaning out my room and studying Polish.
and continuing to study Spanish and teach Spanish. So, you know, lots of things go lots of things going on. Maybe I'll sew a dress. I need to, my Halloween costume this year. I want to be fairy godmother from the end scene of Shrek 2. I want the sparkly dress. I want the heels. I want to have the microphone wand, the hair updo. I got to figure out how to do my hair that way. Hmm. My hair is really long, so it's kind of hard to wear wigs because I just have so much hair. My hair is down to my ass. And so it's hard for me to like put all that hair up, you know? I did it last year for Halloween. It was so hard. It took me ages. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, that was just me talking about books. If this is, uh, this is an, an academic podcast and I have to assume some of you guys are readers and I, um, I'm going to continue. I think I'm going to write, I write book reviews. I haven't in a while, but I want to, um, kind of pick up with that especially because I read all these books and I have so many things to say about them clearly so I want to kind of revisit and start writing those again and that is actually under a different brand of mine but I think I'm going to kind of combine things or rebrand okay well um with that thank you so much for listening um I had fun talking about all the books that I read I love talking about books um I have thought about having like a little book club before where I like list out the books that I'm going to read um, for the next month and you guys read it and then we talk about it um, but then that never came to fruition because I never read the book lol um, but you know maybe one day if I get more disciplined that'd be really fun but until then we're going to stay chaotic we're going to stay crazy um, I uh, if you like this please support me um, by you can support me monetarily um, there's like a little button, I believe, where you can say, yes, I support this podcast. Let me give them my money. Um, yeah, I can you, I can have listener support. Um, or you can just share it, like it, rate me, subscribe, fo- follow, not subscribe, LOL, follow me, um, do all those kinds of things. So yeah, thank you so much. I hope to talk about books more in the future. Ta-ta. Ciao. Adios.